Travel down the world and back again. Your heart is through. You have it, God be done. And everything will body. everyone Okay, it's a sad day. It's a fucking sad day. I've been watching so many Betty White clips the past 24 hours, I just can't do it anymore. Ugh. All one of us here at the GFL mourn the loss of Betty White. And now, I don't know how I'm going to watch Golden Girls without crying every single time. And Golden Girls is my show. I shouldn't say my show. It's my partner and I's show. It's just the go-to. That's what I want to hear when I'm going to sleep. It brings comfort. It brings joy. Oh! So this is for you, Betty White. <laughs> Her one wish that she never got was a shout-out on a gay football podcast. Ugh. It's a shame. But we love you. And I love you for listening. It's been a while because... Ugh. That's why. Because of trauma. And because I'm just so scared. I'm always so scared to take action. But here we are. On the first day of 2022, and obviously resolutions, you know, stop thinking about it, start doing it, get off of your phone so much. World is wild. There's too much information in the world. My head, my third eye is so tight right now. Oh my god. But I love you for listening, and the playoffs are coming up. Playoff season, baby. <laughs> it's gonna sound so douchey of me but fuck you covid the worst thing covid has done is bring this goddamn gamble to whether or not these playoff games are even gonna happen because now covid outbreaks are happening among teams and players and coaches and it's just like oh man i don't want to see a third string quarterback in the play you know that's supposed to be the best of the best, and they can't postpone anything because money. That dirty, dirty monster, money. Actually, I'm trying to change my relationship with money. So I love you, girl. You're so pretty. You look so good today. Come hop in my pocket, God damn it. But yeah, let's talk about some playoff scenarios. Let's talk about my Patriots, my boys, Mackie. Mackie, come on. We got to talk. Let's have a cup of tea. A cup of tea with me. I love you for listening. I want to talk about my Patriots. I have to. I've been trying to find a therapist just to talk about this one thing. Nothing about me. I just need to talk about my football team. So we lost the past two games. Which isn't surprising. It doesn't put us out of anything. But goddamn. I think we just got a little complacent, if you will. I think we got a little too comfortable too soon. I know I did, you know. Seeing us back at number one, now we're number fucking six. We were the number one seed in the AFC a couple weeks ago, and now we've dropped to the number six seed. Yikes. However, I prefer us as underdogs, so I'm actually kind of okay with it. It also means... Going into the playoffs, knock on wood, I know there's a 99% chance that the Patriots will make the playoffs. But I need that shit confirmed. I'm the kind of person, 
if I'm watching a game, even if it's a blowout, I'm celebrating when the clock hits zero, okay? I need everything confirmed. No 99%. I fell for that before. I voted in, in that 2016 election telling me 99%. You know, things are, please, please keep your polls to yourself. Disgusting. But going into the playoffs, 99%, let's just speak as if they're going to get in. Being at the number six seed, we would play on the road, which we actually do better. Our record at home this season is three and five. What the hell? That's messy. What is that? There's no such thing as home field advantage anymore. Kansas City, it gets a little loud there, but... Now I know how everyone felt about the Patriots for so long. Like that top team, that's always good. Let's first look at that Colts game. Which made me nervous. I mean, a couple weeks ago it was making me nervous. And the thing is, especially when... At the time when we were playing the game, we were the number one seed. We were surging, putting people on notice, you know. And so for a team like the Colts, which has been in playoff, they were in the playoffs last year. They've always been in the conversation, but had a terrible start to the season. They have a quarterback that is a clown. He's clownish when he plays. I'm trying to remember when he was on the Eagles... He was good. Like, wasn't he going to be an MVP leading up to that Super Bowl that they won that I don't want to talk about? But this Colts game, you could just... There's a feel. There's an energy when you're watching a football game that you just... You got to use your eyes. Because if you just look at the box score, if you just look at the stats afterwards, it can be very distorted. And this game, you're watching it. They were like... They were treating it like it was their Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Because it was bringing back an old rivalry, which was New England, Indianapolis, often Peyton Manning with Tom Brady, you know? I remember watching those games growing up. Those were always the most stressful games. And so now it feels like, you know, now both teams are to, you know, almost to that level again. So this rivalry is reborn. And the fans were into it, and they were playing, <laughs> they were playing, that the Colts were playing quite fearlessly that game. Going for it on fourth down, very aggressive. Um, it's very similar to, we'll talk about the Bills game. But it's often like, what I was shocked about in both games is our first, the first half, we were just so flat. The other team was bullying us. You can often see that. That's what I mean when you can see the energy of the game. You can tell which team has control of the game. It doesn't always mean they have the lead. Sometimes it's weird. But with the first halves of both games, especially that Colts game, we were just getting bullied and pushed around. And we just weren't responding to it. It was like, what? what? And making mistakes. There was a blocked punt. That's seven points right there. Mackey had two interceptions. That last run, that last Jonathan Taylor. I mean, just bad, bad mistakes. We should have had at least two interceptions in that game. We dropped two. Mm -mm. Carson Wentz, (laughs) 
That's the best part. They were so scared to give it to Carson Wentz in the second half of that game. Because they know. And that's how the Colts are going to go into the playoffs. Is like, all right, what can we... We have to win every way except giving it to our quarterback. It's the strangest thing. I guess it's admirable. I want to like the team. But that city of Indianapolis, I've been once. And uh, I wasn't safe there, to be honest. I didn't feel safe. A lot of churches. My gosh. Every corner. I only feel safe if I have, like, a Dunkin' Donuts on every corner. Or, like, a 7-Eleven, even. But a church? Mm-mm. I don't trust that. My worry for our defense is you can run on us. Oh, my God. We're very middle of the pack when it comes to our run defense. And so anyone who has a running game, it's like, ooh. And at least we saw that we could make a little bit of a comeback, a little bit of a push to give me any sense of false hope. Because with just over two minutes left, I mean, it was 20 to 17. Like, we made that little comeback. And to think, you know, those three points, that blocked punt, it was all because of our own mistakes. I think there were a few, like, false starts in there and just weird penalties. No, no. No, no, we can't have that. I mean, yeah, we had eight penalties total. No, no. I'm going to need you to get rid of that. I can see us facing the Colts again in the playoffs. Uh, don't ask me where it's going to be. Because right now we're both wildcard. I can see us winning that game. I can also see us facing the Bills in the playoffs, which I don't want to, but we're probably going to have to. And it's probably going to have to be in Buffalo. Sorry, boys. But you did this to yourselves. I tried everything I did. I wore my lucky socks and everything. So I showed up. The Buffalo game this past Sunday, sticking with the theme of energy of a game, there was a play early on in that game, the first possession, I believe. So first possession that Buffalo had. Because I think we went like three and out. Jesus. But it was the first pos uh, possession that Buffalo had it. And Allen threw it. I forget who the receiver was. But he was short of the first down. And I think it was a third it was a third and long. It was a third and something situation. And there were three Patriots around him, but he fought his way and he pushed his way to the first down marker. And that right there, like when we have three guys trying to tackle you and you're still pushing the pile because you want that first down, I was like, oh, there it is. They have the energy. They're coming into this game saying, we're better. We know we're better. We, or at least they have the better players, and they have more of a foundation right now. You know, we still have a rookie quarterback and a bunch of new players. We're still, we're, we're good, but, you know, Buffalo is a little more established than we are at this moment. And so they came in with an attitude of that game a few weeks ago, screw you, we got in our, we got in our own way, we're going to do what we do, and we're going to fight. And they did. Oh my god. It's that aggressiveness. That's what scares that's what can beat us. Like, I don't know if we have it. If we're down by 14, 17, you know, two score game. It's very difficult for us. They were going for it on fourth downs. Using Allen as I mean, Josh Allen is their only running back is their only running option. 
That's what's so shocking about Buffalo is they don't have a running game. They spent the entire offseason trying to figure out how to beat Kansas City, which means you got to throw the ball and you got to score, you know, over 30 points, which they did. They did beat Kansas City earlier this year. So good job. But at the same time, they just didn't even pay attention to any running game at all. Just Josh Allen is their running game. But you play in Buffalo. You play outside in Buffalo, New York. It's going to get chilly. It's going to get windy. It's going to get snowy. You need to run. I don't want to throw in that. Although, a couple weeks ago with crazy winds, Allen was able to throw in it. But this second game with Buffalo, man, they bullied us. The score probably should have been even more than it was, to be honest. And yeah, there were some bad penalties. Uh, and non-penalties. No, they hit Mag out of bounds, and then they throw a flag, but then they pick it up. Like, oh no, it didn't happen. Like, Excuse me. This league is so sensitive. If you touch the quarterback, if you look at the quarterback, they throw a flag. And then when you actually want it, when it's actually justified, they pick it up. I mean, come on. Sometimes I think they should get rid of the replay in NFL games. Why can't we just believe what we see? If it looked like a catch, I mean, maybe look at it a little bit if it hit the ground or whatnot. But if it looked like a catch, if it looked like a penalty, then that's what it was. When you slow something down and you look at frame to frame... It makes a game last six hours. None of us have the time for that. Mackey looked like a rookie in this game. Woof. His final numbers were 14 of 32. Oh my god, that's even worse than I even thought. Jesus. That's less than 50% for 145. And two interceptions. Yeah. Meanwhile, Josh Allen, 30 for 47, 314. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. I like Josh Allen. It's weird. It's like I want to like the Buffalo Bills, but god damn it. These teams work hard. I just want to win everything all the time. I'm an American, okay? Good for you, Bills. Who was who was this McKenzie character? Oh my god. Nobody could cover him. <laughs> he was destroying us. He had 11 receptions for 125 yards. Yikes. And then Diggs did pretty good. I mean, he was under 185, Singletary. And here I was. I was excited they didn't have uh, Cole Beasley. Mr. COVID himself, Cole Beasley. COVID Beasley. Didn't even matter. I mean, he's a good receiver, but yeah, you can win without him. But it's the attitude. I think... Now, next week we play the Jaguars. I'll be concerned if we struggle in that game, Okay. Then there's reason for concern. But losing both of these games, playoff teams, that's okay. I mean, it's not okay. It's just, I can't have you guys looking so flat to start. These first halves, mm-mm. No, 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 no. And Nikhil Harry, oh my god. Do you like dropping the ball? Do you think this is a different game? Do you think you're supposed to be dropping the ball? I don't understand. You've been there far too long to be this all over the place. 
We can secure the playoffs if we win and beat the Jaguars, which knock on wood, we should fucking do. But I don't know what to believe. There are sometimes just these games that you're like, what? I want to bet money, but there's have been so many weird upsets that I don't I don't know, up, down, left, right, gay, straight, I don't know. I don't know. Great, now the bisexual people are gonna be mad at me. I didn't mention them. But we secure the playoffs with a win over the Jaguars. Oh my god, you know what I just realized? That's a rematch of the AFC title game a few years ago. Oh, I can't wait to watch those highlights. So we got a win, and then either Miami has to lose or the Raiders have to lose, oddly enough. Don't ask me how it works. That's just what they tell me, and I believe it. Miami, I guess I'm a little nervous for that Miami game. They have a seven-game seven, seven game winning streak, which they started 1-7. and seven. Now they're 8-7. and seven. That's impressive. And technically, they're in the playoffs right now. But that seven-game winning streak, if you look at their opponents, which I, I know I'm such a hypocrite, because if it's the Patriots, I'm like, well, it's hard to win a football game. But when it's a, another team, I'm like, ah, oh, look at their opponents. They didn't beat anyone. They really didn't beat anyone that great. I mean, they just beat the Saints. They had the Jets twice in there. It's eh, nothing overly impressive. So I'm not too worried. I'm just worried the fact that we haven't beat Tua yet. Every game that Tua has started against the Patriots, they've won. Like, what? He doesn't seem that spectacular. I like him, and I think he's fucking brutalized by the NFL ESPN media, but he's not this, he's no Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's nothing to be scared of, and yet we can't beat him? Weird. With two more games left to play, I will accept the outcomes. That's all I can say. It is out of my power, though I'll try my hardest to find the lucky seat in the living room and you know, wear my socks, wear my hat. I don't do a jersey. No, no. That's cause for disaster. No, no, no. I can't wear a jersey. I will accept what comes. And I will stand with you, Mac Jones. Mackie boy. I want to talk a little bit about the AFC North, because it's still such a gamble as to who the hell's going to win this goddamn division. I mean, let's take a look at it. So we got Cincinnati right now is in the number one spot. A little bit of a cushion. They, they're ahead by one game. Ahead of Baltimore, Pittsburgh, then Cleveland. God damn it, Cleveland. <laughs> I hope Cleveland doesn't get in. I'm sorry. I know I have Cleveland fans. But I can't, I want to root for them, but May, Baker Mayfield, I, I just don't think that's the answer. I'm sorry. I think you have all the other pieces. You have a good defense. You have a good running game. I still like your coach. I'm not putting everything on him. What the fuck ever? Who cares? It didn't work out with uh, Odell. He's a diva. He doesn't. He doesn't look good in orange and brown anyway. That's okay. But Baker, you're just not the answer. Look at that game they had last week against Green Bay on Christmas. 
They could have won. They honestly should have won. Now, after the first half, they shouldn't have even been in the game. But they held up, and then the second half, defense was locked down, man. And they actually did enough to have the ball with two minutes left, all three timeouts. They were running the ball spectacularly well. And you just, you almost knew it was going to happen. And that's what turns my stomach if you're a fan. Like, you knew that Baker was going to throw an interception. You knew the Browns were not going to win that game. Even though it was just set up so perfectly and so nicely, so smooth, that they could have won the game just with the field goal. And give no time to Aaron Rodgers. You could have, but uh, but they didn't. And of course, yeah, he throws an interception. Why are you even throwing it? I might have to take a water break. I'm getting upset. It's not even my team, and I'm upset. So Browns, I don't think, even though they technically still have a chance of winning this division somehow. But Pittsburgh, if you had asked me last week or two weeks ago, I really, and even now, I still have this weird, sneaky, weird suspicion that Pittsburgh could go and win this division somehow. I don't know the scenarios. They obviously have to win their next two games. They face Cleveland and Baltimore. I mean, there's no reason they can't win those games. They're both division opponents. But that's like, do I want to see them in the playoffs? They look awful. Like they just played Kansas City. And it was a game that was over within like 10 minutes. I hate that. I hate that. Now what am I going to do with my afternoon when the game's already over? Big Ben, this could be his last year. Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, let's get rid of Rapey Ben. Gotta go. Big Rapey Ben. I don't want to see... Because I like the Steelers. I do. I love their coach. I love Tomlin. I like some of their players. Some of their players are just so young and naive. Making millions. Here I am, like, counting my pennies, but... So yeah, they're doing something right. But they're young. I love their color scheme. I actually like that they have a towel situation for the fans, you know, to get them into the game. That's cute. I like merchandise. They just need a quarterback. And my theory, saying it now before it hits the newsstands. My theory could be, is actually not could be is that Russell Wilson will go to the Steelers. I don't know if it makes sense. I don't even know if he's any good anymore. He's been looking rough. But I could just some... I think he needs a switch up. And you can go to that... I mean, you'll be facing Joe, Joe Burrow and Lamar, but if it's prime Russell Wilson that I'm getting, not 2021 Russell Wilson. I don't know who this is. I don't know who this character is. So any year prior to this year, if it's that Russell Wilson, then yeah, you you got no problem. He's still the best. I would put him above Lamar and Joe Burrow. And whoever the hell Cleveland's going to have, because I don't think Baker's going to be there much longer. Baltimore. Man, Baltimore was the number one seed for a hot minute there. 
I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs, dude. And that's okay. They just don't have... Uh, Lamar hasn't been healthy. They've had a lot of injuries. I don't mind the aggressiveness from the coach. Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I, I never... I, I can't even pronounce his name. Harbaugh. It just doesn't sound right to me. There's too many letters for it to be Harbaugh. But I didn't mind his aggressiveness going... Twice he went for two points... Uh, which would have won the game against Green Bay and against uh, Pittsburgh. Both times it failed because both times, well, the first time was a great play call. It was just not executed properly. And the second time against Green Bay was an awful play call. God, I want to play Madden. That's all I want to do right now. It's snowing outside. I just want to play Madden because my play calling skills, uh, I'm the coach everybody wants. And Cincinnati here on the top. <laughs> I don't, man. I've been watching for a number of years. And when Cincinnati is on top and the Bengals, I just, they let you down. Now, I know it's a whole new team. It's a whole, you know, different cast. I get that. Joe Burrow is fun to watch. He's great. But I worry about him staying healthy. I feel like their offensive line is still a little suspect. And it's, it's, they either look extraordinary or they just look like dog shit. Because then they get blown out. You, the minute you start having faith in them, they get blown out by a team that wasn't supposed to beat them. So it's very hard. It's very hard to uh, put my money on them. Plus, they have to face Kansas City this weekend. That's not, that's a test. If they can win that game, then it's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to let you in. I'm going to let you in the club. But I'm watching you. I don't know why, but I, I, I want to say this: the Steelers might sneak this. They might sneak away with this division. Probably because they have a tie. That tie might actually help them, which is wackadoo. Let's get dirty with the NFC. Now, there's only two available spots left in their playoff scenarios. Green Bay looks like they're going to have the number one. There's something about Green Bay. There's just something about Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, this year it was kind of exposed. His, his goddamn ego. And I know he's not the only quarterback. He's not the only player with an ego, but there's something about his that just, ugh, irks me. Yes, he's talented. Yes, he's in consideration for the MVP this season. But God damn it, that COVID situation he found himself in and the things he was saying and the PR that he was just doing to himself, oh, yay, yay, make him stop. He still hasn't stopped going on Pat McAfee. They just give a podcast to anyone nowadays. But there's just something about Aaron. And they're always in the conversation. It's just typical Green Bay. They have an amazing season. Yes, okay, you get the number one seed. And then you get to the NFC title game. And then you fuck it up. I mean, your coach has great skin. And he looks like he gets line up, like He looks like he goes to the barber every single week. So I applaud him on that. 
And their defense is pretty good. Although, against Cleveland, they were a little... Mm, I mean, they had three interceptions, but you were facing Baker Mayfield, okay? He was giving that to you. I was gift-wrapped. But it looks like Green Bay is going to have that number one seed. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I would love an Aaron Rodgers-Bill Belichick Super Bowl. I don't want Aaron Rodgers celebrated at all. I think he's gross. Thinking gross. They got Dallas. I mean, I love Dallas. It's I don't I still don't love Mike McCarthy. Dak looked Dak looked good last week, but he had a dry spell. What's going on, baby boy? Baby boy. Baby Dak. Dak attack. Their defense is great. I'm happy for uh Dan Quinn. Their defensive coordinator. Good for him. Picking himself back up. Getting fired from the Falcons. Deservedly. Head coach was too big for him. I swear, there's not many head coaches. There's a lot of good coordinators, but then when you give them the head coach, it's too much for them. They can't handle it. They can't handle all of it. But good for you, Dan Quinn. I, get, I like Dallas. I do. It's just, But sometimes they can just shoot themselves in the foot. And so, I still have my guard up on them. The Rams have looked a little better. I do like Odell there. I do like McVay. I do like Stafford. But man, sometimes Stafford can just look terrible. <laughs> like, really bad. Like, Carson Wentz bad is what I'm talking about. And some, sometimes, some of his interceptions and throws, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? But then he finds Cooper Cup who is just breaking all kinds of records. I don't even know where the hell he came from. We got Tampa Bay, Swampa Bay. I'm not rooting for Tommy Boy. No, I'm done with you, Tommy. Getting another documentary series. You, there have been... How many Tom Brady docu-series? All of that. There have been so many. We don't need any more. But maybe this is his, like, goodbye... His goodbye tour. You never know. I still think he has one more year in him. But they're riddled with injuries, Tampa. Hence why they have Antonio Brown. Who do I dislike more, Aaron Rodgers or Antonio Brown? Probably Antonio Brown, because he's just a despicable human being. But we applaud him. He gets away with whatever he wants. And now that they have so many injuries, they can't even afford to release him. Even though they said they would if he messed up again. We're all hypocrites. That's what I want the takeaway from this episode to be. Hypocrisy is everything. It is in our blood. Gross Antonio Brown. I still... You, the number one Antonio Brown moment that I always think of is him. It's not even the worst thing he did. It wasn't even that bad that he did. It was just bizarre. But he showed up to his first practice when he was in Oakland on the Oakland Raiders for two days showing up for his first practice in a hot air balloon <laughs> I mean come on that doesn't raise a fucking red flag or anything or a little skepticism he shows up in a hot air balloon that's crazy that's hilarious so I guess he's kind of funny Arizona they're falling off what's going on Kyler my cute little Kyler baby. What's what's up? 
something wrong. Sometimes he's just chucking that thing, and he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. I feel like Larry Fitzgerald got kidnapped and went somewhere. I mean, I know he's not playing, but I had to literally Google that midseason being like, what the hell happened to Larry Fitzgerald? I don't remember him retiring. Cliff Kingsbury, now your coach, your weird coaching is showing. They don't have J.J. Watt. They got some injuries. They were so close to winning their division, and now the Rams are above them. So we'll see. They already got their ticket to the playoffs. And they're like the Patriots, where they don't win at home. There's no home field advantage for them. And it off every time they play at home, it seems that the other team, their fans travel so well. It's, it always looks like half and half. So I don't get it. Why can't you... I mean, you play in a dome. So maybe they're even better on the road. Maybe that's the position they want to be in. The last two spots right now, it's San Francisco and Philadelphia. San Fran just lost to Tennessee, a game that they should have won. I wasn't even paying full attention, but I absolutely know they should have won that game. Jimmy G giving the ball away, like a freebie hand job in a gay club bathroom. I mean, he just wanted them to have it. He gave that game away. They have too many talented players to be losing such a game. And Philadelphia... <laughs> By sheer luck, I think Philadelphia has found their way in. Sheer luck. They're 8-7. and seven. I mean, Jalen Hurts looks good sometimes. They have a good running game. But that's about it. The only reason they're in is because the Minnesota Vikings are just a disgrace. I talked about Cleveland Brown fans. Minnesota Viking fans, how do you do it? How do you wake up every Sunday and do that and put on the purple and and you do it? I mean, you have a great fan base. Beautiful stadium. And the ability, and you have good players. But the head coach and the quarterback, Kirky, who now has COVID, get well soon, Kirky. Kirky. I just sounded like Donald Trump there. But the head coach and quarterback, those are the things that bring the most pain. Like, those are the fucking open wounds that you guys just can't seem to heal. The other day, because I was bored, I watched an old... It was like the 2009 NFC title game. And it was the Vikings. And they went to the Saints. And this was the year that the Saints ended up winning the Super Bowl. But the NFC title game... And I I guess I, I just didn't remember it. But it was Brett Favre... And oh my god, I was shocked that they lost that game. He threw an interception in the last like seconds when they were like in the red zone. Could have just kicked a field goal to win it. And that is just the definition of the Minnesota Vikings. I don't get it. The purple people eaters. You might want to change up that diet because this purple people, mm -mm, it's not working for you. And then on the outskirts, you still have Atlanta, New Orleans, Washington. I can't take any of them seriously. I'm rooting for you, Atlanta, though. If you could beat the Bills this Sunday, that would help us greatly. I'm sorry for all of the 28-3 to 3 jokes. I'm so sorry. Looking at big picture, I mean, I hate to say it, but I guess Green Bay might win this thing. 
I don't want them to. I want you to step up, Dallas. They just look too good. With their cheese and all that mess. They look the most complete. They have the most handsome coach. Their city has the filthiest diet. I mean, that's everything to make a great football champion. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate this life. This is me just trying to put it out there, and so hopefully I can believe it. But, you know, for now, I'm just going to speak it. I hope you had a fantastic holiday season. Happy New Year. 2022, we're getting rid of the fears. What is fear? It's what you make it out to be. It doesn't, it's not even real. I guess that's my resolution. To face reality. Ugh. I've been pushing it away, trying to throw it under the rug, into the closet, anywhere it can go. But now everywhere is busting open and I gotta face reality. Back to life. Back to reality. And on that note, I'm just going to leave it up to my girl, uh, BB, to take us out. Give it to me, girl. I love you so much.